Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 22nd of March and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Okay, well let's head on over to the scores on the doors as always. Let's start off with the Dow Jones up 316 points or 0.98 of a percent, 32,561. It had a high of 349, had a low of 102, so never in negative territory again. NASDAQ up 1.58%, 185 points, 11,860. And the S&P 500 back over 4,000, 51 points higher. In the middle for Diddle up 1.30%. SPY futures showing a gain of 62 points. That comes after yesterday's 57 points, which was a little bit off the highs, I have to say. I think we got to around 90 points up for the day after those RBA minutes came out. Uh, But we did get a little nervous as the day progressed heading into the afternoon and into the close. But 62 points on the SPY futures shows where we are headed today. European markets also good. Stock 600 up 1.3. FTSE up 1.8. Germany up 1.8. France up 1.4. Spain Well, well done, Spain. 2.4% better. In the US, in terms of the stocks on the move, we had Apple up 1.2%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 2.2%. Google up 3.7%. Microsoft up 0.6%. Amazon up 3%. Tesla, big run in Tesla, 7.8% in Tesla. Netflix, 0.2%. U.S. banks, though, rebounding strongly. J.P. Morgan up 2.7. Citigroup, three little ducks, 2.22%. Goldman, 2.5%. Bank of America, 3.03%. Lee Enfield, 3.03%. And Wells Fargo, 2.7% better. With Block, the artist formerly known as Square, up nearly 4% there. And we also saw ExxonMobil up 4.5%. General Motors up 4.4%. And Ford up 4.8%. Crisis. What crisis? Certainly seems that crisis has been averted. Uh, Certainly traders becoming more optimistic and the financial sector's outlook. Regional banks surged Tuesday as well. First Republic uh, jumped almost 30% after it lost 47% the day before. That Spider Regional Bank ETF, the KRE, was up about 6%. Janet Yellen said Tuesday morning that the government is ready to provide further guarantees of deposits if the banking crisis worsened. So it does seem at the moment if things have passed a little bit as far as this banking crisis goes. Uh, Credit Suisse has all done and dusted. All now is for to do is for people to sue uh, because of the terms and conditions under the 81s, those um, additional tier one bonds that went to zero so um but that uh, is for another day at the moment certainly it has stopped the rot for the time being uh, interestingly last night uh, apple and microsoft now accounting for 13 percent of the s&p 500 so where they go the s&p goes i have to say 
both stocks have outperformed this year as well. Um, Wells Fargo says a recession is more likely than not within the next year. Uh, they say all signs are increasingly pointing to a likely recession in the next 12 months. And they also noted on Tuesday, that's yesterday, that the widening spread between the 10-year and the one-year Treasury yield breached its recession prediction threshold in August and is now signalling a 91% likelihood of a downturn within a year. Talking of bonds last night, the US 10 years creeping back up um, as uh, conditions normalise. There has been a huge amount of volatility in this bond market Uh while this whole banking crisis has been going on, we have seen equity markets doing quite well in the U.S., considering U.S. 10-year yields 3.606, two years 4.177, and the Aussie 10-year creeping back up 3.33 as well. So uh, those bond yields creeping back up. And of course, tonight, as Rod Stewart would say, is the night when we do get uh, the Federal Reserve um, FOMC meeting coming out with their pronouncement on interest rates. 25 basis points does seem as if it is consensus, but I suspect all eyes and ears will be on what Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell has to say to the assembled throng of media and analysts. So it's going to be a big night for the US markets. They call it make or break in terms of the important decisions the Fed has to make, and this is probably one of the most important ones. But let's face it, every decision the Fed makes, the media loves to pile on with the make or break, the most important decision of the year, etc. But this one, given the backdrop of the banking issues, is certainly one of the most important and one that will require a calming of nerves to continue. So we'll see how that goes. Bitcoin, of course, sorry, that will uh, happen in Thursday morning, our time, tomorrow morning, our time. Bitcoin up uh, another 1%, heading higher again through 28,000. The Aussie dollar, 66.69. The Aussie dollar has been under pressure. It is a commodity-based currency. So as a result of concerns about China and uh, growth there, the Aussie has been under some pressure. The US dollar was pretty much unchanged uh, last night on the US dollar index. Uh, in the oil market, we have seen a tickle higher in oil. Uh, there is, um, There was a big move down with the oil price, but it does seem to have stabilized and is starting to push a little higher. Brent crude up 2.2%, $1.59.75.30. WTI up 2.7% to $69.40, up $1.84. Gold was off 2%. The world is not coming to an end. You don't need to have that gold hidden under your bed after all, it appears. Uh, down $38.70 to $1940 an ounce. Platinum down 1.5%. Silver down 0.7%. On the LME, uh, commodity prices eased again with the exception of copper, which was up 1.1%. That's Dr. Copper. Nickel down another 1.3%. Aluminium down 0.4%. Zinc down 0.8%. Lead down 0.5%. Tonne up 1.3 and the iron ore price under a little bit of pressure. Uh, we had iron ore down 0.2% uh, on Dalian and other exchanges. And lithium continues to fall down another 2.6%. Coal, though, had a big night last night, jumping around 7%. So I expect to see some price gains in those coal stocks today. Looking across at mining stocks overseas, BHP was down 1%. Rio was down 0.7%. Freeport McMoran up 2.2%, Alcoa up 4%, Tech up 3.5%, Anglo 
down 0.9, Glencore down 0.2, Vale down 0.9, Albemarle in the lithium space, despite the fact that lithium's under a smidgling of pressure again, Albemarle up 4.56%. We did see UBS come out yesterday and talk about the growing supply that is coming on stream and also the weakening of demand that we have seen for in China, especially for EVs. Uh, CBA in overseas trade, not that they trade a lot overseas, were down half a percent. So still not uh, fully engaged with the banking rally that we're seeing in the US. Uh, in the European banks, UBS was up 12%, Barclays up 5%, Deutsche up 6%. So crisis, what crisis? It does seem as if they've not let a good crisis pass uh, without a good opportunity as well. Looking at other news coming out of the US, the latest Bank of America survey of institutional investors taken between March 10 and March 16th found a spike in risk aversion. Kill surprise. Uh, the survey's financial market stability risk indicator surged to 7.7, the highest since November 22, and the largest month-on-month increase since March 22 which came after Russia invaded Ukraine. Nike results after hours as well. We're initially up around three and a bit percent, but now falling uh, around half a percent down. China does seem to be a weak spot for Nike. The US and Europe still doing quite well. In local news today, uh, KMD, Kathmandu Brands, uh, sales have jumped 34.5% to 548 million New Zealand as international travel and tourism boosted demand after the pandemic. Net profit skyrocketed 352%. That sounds a lot, doesn't it? But only to 14 million New Zealand dollars, declared a dividend of three cents. So not a bad result for them. Perth Mint chairman Sam Walsh says historical issues are being fixed. He's admitted there are historical issues at the West Australian Institution but says the refiner is already strengthening its governance arrangements following concerns over money laundering and the purity of its gold bars. Sam Walsh, of course, was the former Rio Tinto chairman. can't remember if he was a good chairman or not. Origin Energy. Uh, there is uh, some concern, of course, with Origin with this current Brookfield bid, uh, whether they will stand by their $18.2 billion offer. Uh, That's certainly uh, something that the arbitrage funds are looking at at the moment. Uh, They are looking for proof of life, they say in the papers today, uh, that the deal is not dead. Uh, uh, Nervousness in the origin shares, uh, they are $7.82, lowest level since the confirmed re-bid of $8.90, which was put in place on February the 22nd. In other news, Mount Gibson Iron issues... An update on its Coolan Iron project. FY23 mining production remains on target. Gold Road has reaffirmed CY23 production guidance of 340 to 370,000 ounces. And the National Australia Bank may be interested in Credit Suisse Australian private banking business if it was shopped around for sale. In some broker moves today, Atlas Arterial has been downgraded to underperform at neutral at Bank of America, and Arafura Rare Earths, ARU, has been initiated at overweight at JP Morgan as well. So a couple of uh, broker moves there, but not a lot out this morning in terms of corporate news. 
uh, I have to say. Uh, there is some news about the national regulator, uh, the prudential regulator, APRA, is calling on the banks uh, to disclose, uh, in some cases daily, their exposure to startups and crypto ventures. That would be an interesting move and very time-consuming, I would imagine, and uh, add just another layer of compliance uh, for the banks. And uh, that is about it. Monodelphus has won $125 million in contract, uh, in contracts from uh, Arbor-Miles Lithium Operations in WA and other work for Rio Tinto in the Pilbara, Cape Lambert and Dampier. Also signed contracts with BHP, WA, Iron Ore as well. And finally, question of the day. Uh, do you think the crisis has passed, uh, given the U.S. equity market at least has sailed through to some extent this uh, latest bout of financial loss of confidence? Have we seen the last of it or is there more to come? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you. Thank you.